someone was like, hey, I'll sell you my house. It's worth 500,000. You can have it for 20,000. Would you even think before you said yes? You'd be like, okay, that's amazing, right? That's how you want someone to feel when they hear about your offer. It's like, oh wow, for that price, but here's what it's gonna do for me. It's gonna make me this much money or it's gonna get me this result. It's gonna help me achieve this. No brainer, no question, I'm gonna do it. But you have to build it for $10,000 because you've gotta be profitable. And so you've gotta figure out how do you put elements in your offer that you can deliver at scale. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 357. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. This is a bonus day because we've got two more episodes left of this great reset series. And today I'm going to dive into the one thing that trumps everything in your marketing success. And this is a hard lesson I had to learn last year. Before I dive into that, I want to remind you guys that tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm doing a live training called the Marketing Makeover. And it is guaranteed to 2x where you are right now if you follow what I'm teaching in this training. So, Essentially, what I've done is taken everything I've learned last year, especially the second half of the year, and we recreated a framework of how to look at your marketing, how to build your marketing up in these micro milestones and building blocks to ultimately achieve marketing mastery and complete success, but breaking it down into very actionable, achievable steps that actually build on top of each other. So I'm unveiling that process tomorrow, that framework tomorrow, so you can implement it in your business. So make sure you're save your spot at hirschmarketing.com slash 2x, the number 2x, and I'll see you guys there live. There's also going to be um, so many prizes that we're giving away on on the training. If you're there live, we're going to do like a spin the wheel and there will be a, a call with me um, and lots of fun things. Our ad tracker, lots of really, really valuable things that we're giving away. So even a funnel build is one of the things. So Okay, we're going to dive into today's content. If you haven't listened to the series, go back. It'll, it's on my public podcast, but you can go back and listen to the days if you'd like. Um, and then tomorrow's the final day of the series going into the training. So here is the thing that you know was a hard lesson for me to learn last year. But also the reason I want to share this is I've talked to several business owners who are also learning this lesson and had to make these pivots. And so yesterday I talked about the exercise that I did to kind of change our offer. And so the one thing that trumps everything in your marketing is your offer. That is the the answer. But the way I'm going to talk about it might not necessarily be exactly what you think. Because I talked about yesterday, you know, knowing what to put in your offer, knowing how to build your offer, and knowing how to make it so irresistible and guaranteed that your customer is going to be successful. So that's a piece of it. And I do want to talk about that because... It doesn't matter if you have a great webinar, if you have a great Facebook ads team, you're getting great costs per lead, you have great marketing strategy, and you've got all those boxes checked. If you don't have a good offer to sell, if your offer is in a misalignment, it's not what your audience wants, it is not solving their problem, or it's just they're not perceiving it as solving their problem, or perceiving it as going to be something that they can implement with little effort and little sacrifice on their part to get to their problem, to solving their problem, you're going to struggle. So how irresistible your offer is and how much it stands out and how valuable it is matters a lot. And it will just make your life so much easier. So if you haven't listened to yesterday's podcast where I talked through the exercise of actually figuring out what your offer should be and walking through that, I would recommend going back and listening to that. But I want to just hit on this point today of 
it's very underestimated in building a really valuable offer and how much that moves your success as a business. And I and I think that there was this reality that hit in the last year to year and a half where companies out there, especially in the online digital space, who don't have a good offer or never put the amount of time in their offer because they put 85% of their time into their marketing and then barely had any time and resources left over for their delivery really struggled. And I think they're still struggling because they don't know how to make a good offer and it fell apart, right? And so the online industry kind of got to this place where, and it needed to happen, but where it weeded out the people who didn't have sustainable offers, who were offering something that didn't actually do what it promised, or there was a bunch of holes and cracks in it. And it, you know, was just a poor delivery because what happens when that happens is you don't get referrals. You don't get organic traffic. You don't get people talking about how great your offer is. My goal is always to do such an amazing job for every single client who works with us and cares so much about our delivery. I probably put more time into our delivery than our marketing personally. And then for sure on my team resources, we do that because it actually matters more because you can't be marketing something that's broken. And even if you're not making it look broken on the front end, it's going to break everything if it's broken on the back end. So understanding that your delivery and the value needs to be higher than any other offer that somebody can compare to solve the problem that you solve. And if you can do that, you will just 10X your success. I shared the story of a friend of mine who went from $38,000 in new sales one month to $138,000 the next month by changing her offer. We had the same experience. Changed my offer. I made it better. I faced the reality that it wasn't what it needed to be. And it massively increased my business. I mean, December was our best month in business, which is five months after we had a terrible month and lost $60,000. And most of what we changed pretty much all of what we changed was not my marketing. I was doing webinars and posts and ads and I was getting new leads and I was getting applications. We weren't selling enough of them. It was our offer. And the only thing that can fix that is improving your offer. I love the saying from my friend, Alex Hermosi. I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast, I mentioned his book yesterday. And the reason I'm bringing him up so much is he's like the king of offers now. I just think he's so smart around developing an irresistible offer. But he said this the other day in a podcast, which is you're trying to build a $500,000 house, sell it for $20,000 and build it for $10,000. And I just love the analogy because essentially what that's saying is you're trying to basically sell something of value, $500,000 house for $20,000, which if, if you, someone was like, hey, I'll sell you my house. It's worth 500,000. You can have it for 20,000. Would you even think before you said yes, you'd be like, okay, that's amazing, right? That's how you want someone to feel when they hear about your offer. It's like, oh wow, for that price, but here's what it's going to do for me. It's going to make me this much money or it's going to get me this result. It's going to help me achieve this. No brainer, no question. I'm going to do it, but you have to build it for $10,000 because you've got to be profitable. And so you've got to figure out how do you put elements in your offer that you can deliver at scale. And that sometimes takes creativity. It's a lot of time it's doing something once that's very high value. That will be very high value for everybody who buys your offer, but you created it one time. Or it's doing some sort of some form of customization, but not requiring like one-on-one calls. And you've got to have scalability in there. So I'm not going to get into the details of that because it's very custom for each person. But I just absolutely love this because if you look at it and say, 
how could I get my offer when I explain what my offer is to somebody and when I explain the result that they're going to achieve and how they're going to achieve it through my offer, I want them to feel like that is such a good deal. I need that right now. Sign me up. And what would you need to put into your offer to get to that place? So that's the first piece. The second is that understanding your marketing is going to hit a wall, especially today, especially in today's market, especially with more expensive ad costs, especially with increased saturation if your offer is not dialed in. So do not wait. (laughs) Like don't wait until things aren't working. That's what I did wrong last year is I didn't look at this soon enough. I was looking at our marketing. I was like, our webinar topics aren't good enough or our ad costs are too expensive or we need to have better messaging. But that wasn't the problem. The problem was what I was offering people wasn't dialed in. I hadn't changed it in five years. So that's the offer piece. That's making your offer irresistible. And there's very few things that will pay off as much as putting energy and effort into doing that because it just will make everything else easier. It'll make all of your marketing easier. It'll make all of your content creation easier. It will just make it all feel easier if you can dial this in because it matters so much. Okay. Now, just as important, this is the piece that's kind of like the spin that you guys may not be expecting. And I had to come to terms with last year. Just as important as the actual offer, as as what you deliver, as what you're selling, as what you are, you know, positioning your offer as, and all of that, which is very important, just as important as that, as is who your offer is for and who it is not for. And last year, because the industry went through such a big shift and change, the really blunt reality is that some businesses who used to be able to either get away with poor marketing or not a great offer or just poor leadership and overall business skills and not willing to play the long game and wanting a quick win and not wanting to have to put in work and not wanting to have to show up. You guys know who I'm talking about in the online world, those businesses and the people who promote that. Okay. That was very heavily promoted by many. Those businesses are, are not going to be successful anymore. And I was in that industry and am still somewhat in that industry where I started out very much in the influencer industry. That Those are some of my really big clients in the beginning. And I'm not saying this at all to call out those big clients because most of those big clients have legitimate businesses. I have seen some very poor leadership over the years, but not from those most of the big names that we've worked with, um, at least that are they're front-facing that I would talk about. So m- I was in this influencer space and this space where it's like side hustle meets trying to have a real business, but it's not going to work anymore started happening where this mentality of, I don't really need to have something really valuable. I don't need to actually build a real business and have process and a team and learn how to be a leader and learn how to play the long game and manage a profit and loss statement and understand investment and understand, you know, showing up and and not blaming others, but taking responsibility for yourself and understanding, you know, that, that 
investing in ad spend isn't going to pay off in the next two weeks when you have a brand new funnel or that you can no longer spend $1,000 to make $100,000 or even forty dollars or $30,000. Like that's, you know, a two, three, four X return on your ad spend is good in today's market. And so the, the businesses who weren't willing to get there last year were in for a real surprise. But the thing is, those were a lot of my potential clients or people that, you know, we thought we wanted to work with. And so I have seen a lot behind the scenes of the online industry. And it's really sad that there's a lot of people out there who still promote. I think it's getting better because I think it's had to get better, but who promote hey, online digital business means you don't have to do as much work. It means that because you're online, because you can reach so many people, it's easy. You just build a funnel, you launch the funnel, and it'll be successful. If you hire the right team or you get the right help, you don't really have to do any work, you'll be successful. It's easy because that's bullshit. Like having a business online is just as hard. You have to work just as hard. You have more potential for more impact than an in-person business does because you can reach more people, but it's still a legitimate business. Like you still have to show up and be a CEO and you still have to show up. I mean, go listen to the first episode in this series and you're going to find out what it's like to be a CEO for anybody with a real legitimate business that's growing. And so this industry didn't want to face that. And so last year I had to come to terms with, I want out of working with those businesses or trying to attract them. And so just as important as your actual offer, it's also understanding who that offer is for, but even more importantly, who it's not for. Because especially if you're a service business, you cannot sell people who are not right for your offer. And there's times where you're not doing that on purpose. You think they are because you've said that they are. You've defined that they are. And so you're not purposely selling people who it's like, oh, this clearly is not going to work for them. Like they're going to come in and it's going to be a scam. That's not what I mean because most of you aren't doing that. It's that you're not being real with yourself and willing to say no to money and willing to say no to opportunity because you're afraid of doing that. And But in doing that, you're keeping your offer and who it's for too broad And that makes it so that you can't have as effective marketing, but also that you can't even have as effective of an offer because the more specific you get and the more clear you are on that, the better it's going to do. And then as I was saying, if you're a service business, you need to put energy and attention into understanding how important your retention rate is. My retention rate is more important to me than how many clients we sign next month. It costs way more money to go find a new client and acquire a new customer than it does to retain existing customers. And so the amount of effort that I put into making sure a retention rate is good is, is more than marketing because it's it makes more money, right? It's, it's should be higher value in your business. And so that starts with a lot of times people think that maybe retention rate or retaining customers or members or however your business is set up comes from your delivery, but it doesn't actually always. Sometimes it comes from you're bringing in the wrong people. 
they're either not ready for your offer or they're not the right fit for your offer or they don't have as much money as they need to to be ready for your offer, whatever that reason is. And so it doesn't come necessarily from being like, oh, let's improve our product. You could sometimes have a really great product and really great delivery, but if you're bringing in the wrong people or at least a too large of a percentage of them are the wrong people, that's going to impact your retention, which is going to impact your business. And so with all the changes that the online industry had to go through, I came to terms with understanding that I wanted to make sure we began expanding out to work with a more sophisticated, mature, strong leader of a business owner who was in it for the long game, who was not trying to hire a quick fix because I could, I could get on and promise that I could be like, yeah, we, you know, we, this is a quick fix. We'll do it. It's easy. I want to make it easy. I want to make it a low effort and sacrifice, but that doesn't mean it's a quick fix. We are not a bandaid to something broken, but our company's going to tell you what's broken and then help you and tell you what we need to do to fix it a hundred percent. But if somebody's resistant to that and they're like, well, everything worked a year ago and I'm unwilling to show up and make video and I'm unwilling to put any effort because I hired out everybody on my team. It's just very poor leadership. It's very poor ownership. And so I made the decision of, you know, there's no exceptions. I don't care, you know, what happens. There's no exceptions because what also happens is it ends up impacting my team. If you bring in the wrong fit people who are very hard to work with or don't have that leadership or that business like maturity, there it it impacts my team because my team is the one who works with our clients one-on-one, right? And so also, you know, in the last four or five months, I really got, you know, I'm done. I am done with making exceptions and bringing in businesses who are not serious about growing their company, about showing up as a leader and about investing in their marketing and investing in the long game and being willing to become that partner with us. It doesn't actually matter if they're in the full done for you or the done with you. When we say, hey, this is the path to success. This is what we need to do. We're going to drive this for you either in a done with you or done for you capacity. I only want people who are receptive to that. Not necessarily saying you have to do everything we say, like definitely weigh in on your opinions, but don't be like, well, I don't want to do any work. And I'm not going to show up and make video. And it worked a year ago. So you guys figure it out. So I made the decision of like, we're done. We're, we're not, I want, I want to expand out this influencer industry. That's where I started. There's a lot of very poor business practices happening. There's people who don't care about their offer. They don't care about their delivery. And it's so interesting. As soon as we made that decision, we didn't even put it anywhere yet. And we just made the decision that we're going to, weed them out in the sales process. And I was clear with Andra on my team who takes our calls. And we just started attracting these incredible businesses who were like, these are real business owners who understand business, who understand that they have to show up and be a leader. They have to communicate with our team with really well thought out leadership and maturity. And they understand the long game and they understand paying attention to numbers and they're not here to put a bandaid over something completely broken. And so we just started attracting those just by making that decision. And even just like, I I really do believe energetically it changed things. So this trumps everything in your marketing, which is of course the first piece having a really great offer that is super irresistible that when someone hears it, they're like, wow, for that price, I get all of that. And it's going to achieve this for me with this low amount of effort and sacrifice. 
that is a no-brainer. That's the first piece. But the second piece is who can be successful with your offer and who can't. And don't be afraid to be very clear about who it's not for. And this, I'm, I'm saying this especially if you're a service business, but it, it is true for everybody because the power in retention and referrals and overall just positive reviews of your company is so much greater than trying to make a few extra sales. 100%. It's a hard lesson a lot of service providers have to learn. But it's going to cost you so much more to get a new client or a new customer than it is to keep an existing or have an existing come back and return. And so that comes from, yes, putting effort and energy into having the best offer, which I did last year and, and learned is you know, the one place to turn, but it also comes from making sure you are not letting people come in who are not the right fit. And that again comes from you being clear and, and you being very clear and unwilling to waver in that way. And, and really asking, you know, who who can be successful with your offer? What level do they have to be at? How much money do they have to be making? What do they have to be willing to do? What do they have to be willing to sacrifice or what do they have to be willing to show up and do to be successful with your offer? What are the non-negotiables? Are you clear on that? And understand that you're not saying no. Every no is yes somewhere else. So when you get clear on that and then you say no to a certain group of people or a person, it's a yes somewhere else. It's a yes to finding a different client. It's a yes to getting a referral from another client. It's a yes to bringing on one of those more aligned, more dream customers and clients. And so that is going to make move the needle so much faster and so much more than changing a webinar title, than adjusting your marketing, than having more content. All those things matter, but I was doing all those things great. And that wasn't moving the needle enough to equal the success that I wanted until I made the change in my offer, both the actual offer itself, what was included in the offer, and got more strict, got more clear, and more intentional with who the offer was for and who it was not for. All right, everybody, I hope this was helpful for you guys today. We have one more episode in the series, which is titled, Why I Became Willing to Walk Away from a Million Dollars Plus a Year in Business. So you guys are gonna hear kind of one of the, the big pivots and shifts and announcements that I have on who who we're working with and, and a big change. And then don't forget, my training is also tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Um, you can register at hirschmarketing.com slash number 2x, hirschmarketing.com slash 2x. It's going to be really good. I'm going to teach you the framework, the new framework, how you can layer your marketing, how you can build these building blocks on your marketing. And it's guaranteed if you implement it wherever you are right now, just starting out, $5,000 a month, you name it, you can 2x your marketing doing this strategy, implementing this strategy and this framework. I'll see you guys on the training tomorrow and I'll talk to you here tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.